You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome everybody back to another edition of Chairgating. I'm your host, Rattlesnake, coming at you live from Quarantine Central here in Austin, Texas. Speaking of which, the Jets just flew over like a couple hours ago. That was pretty cool. Anyway, I'm excited to welcome on my next guest this week. First time, long time, Jacob. Welcome on. Glad to be on. It's I'm excited about this first ever podcast, so my career debut is with you. <laughs> As it should be, yeah. Um, for those that don't know Jacob, Previously wrote for us at Belly of Sports for a little bit. Uh, had some really good articles. We, uh, we we're really sad to see him go when he left. Um, you know, I guess he's just too busy for us. To, he, he was too good, I think, is the reason. Is, is that right, Jacob? Actually, uh, I got myself burnt out. And instead of rising to the challenge, I bailed, which I, I do oh, regret. Man. And I have thought about coming back. Well, you're always welcome back. We're actually, I think we're, I, I was talking to Mike. You remember Mike Brown, the founder. Yes, I do. Yeah, I was talking with Mike recently about restructuring a little bit to essentially have staff writers, like the consistent guys that, you know, we can count on, and then guest writers. So people that have like one-off articles that they have in mind. Because uh, some people, like you're saying, get burnt out, you know, of just writing consistently. I don't even write anymore because I'm busy doing everything else. So my idea was, you know, maybe somebody that has this really passionate one article that they want to get out, that'd be a great, you know, avenue for them to go down as a guest writer. So I'll let you know, I'll keep you updated on that because you'll definitely be a guy that I want coming back as a guest writer, if nothing else. I but, definitely have a few ideas swirling around in my head. See, there you go. <laughs> so I'm happy to finally get you on the podcast though. That was like always my plan and then it just kind of got pushed back, but 
I always wanted to get you on here and it seemed like perfect timing to get you on here mostly because there's nothing else going on <laughs> just kidding no but uh on twitter i saw today i saw it i don't know when you posted it maybe this was yesterday it was yesterday so i i saw this video on twitter and it was from noah gregson um and he was inviting you to come out to a race and talking about you know you and your brother's story and all this and that and i know a little bit about your situation but i, I was even like what what's he talking about so i wanted to have you come on and explain all that how that went out came to be what your story is that he's referring to um and most importantly last but not least this can come at the end i want to know what race you have in mind that you want to attend but i guess start with how this came to be See, I guess to start with, you got to go back just about a decade to 2013. Really? Oof. Just about a decade? Holy crap. <laughs> when I was 15 years old, and I'm, uh, let's see, 15, no, 14. Now, for Make-A-Wish, I decided that I wanted to meet Richard Petty because, like an article I wrote, right. cars got me in NASCAR. The children's movie got me in the NASCAR. And it wasn't because you're from Georgia? I just assumed like everybody in Georgia just is born and raised in a NASCAR. And, uh, but it actually started and Michael wish was I wanted to meet the king, Richard Petty. And I met a guy on the number nine team and I met Marcus Ambrose. Ryan Dextry. Dex that is referred to in the video. And something happened and we just we clicked and Dex has become a friend of mine. He's one of those lifelong friends I've met through this sport. That's awesome. And I followed Dex around wherever he's went and I've stuck around for a few drivers, but usually the main guy I pull forward is whoever he works for. And And he's we a pit talking. crew member, right? Well, he was a pit crew member at the time. Now he's just an underneath rear end mechanic. Okay. And Ryan has had me to the races a few times. And actually, the, on the previous nights of Sunday night, he was on iRacing with Noah and Justin Algar and was telling them my story about me and the muscular dystrophy. And I was a NASCAR fan. And then my little brother, Aaron, who was battling leukemia right now, I'm sorry. If I get a little emotional, it's a little. Yeah, it's okay. I understand, little, dude. But he's battling leukemia, and Noah called him the next morning and wanted to, and ran the idea by him about inviting us to the race, and that he had made a video, the video that you seen for us to share, and he posted it on my little brother's Facebook page for the. That he's battling on the Aaron Strong. And we've seen the video. And of course, I, I'm no lie, went little girl giddy, <laughs> squealing through the house, excited. And yeah, and you misspelled something on Twitter, right? You, you said, yes, uh, I, excited typing. <laughs> Dude, I do it all the time. I hate that Twitter doesn't let you edit. I, I understood yeah, that. A little tangent. Give us a freaking edit button, Twitter. <laughs> Come on, Jack. So, um, 
You said, uh, what was your brother's name? I'm sorry, Aaron? Aaron. Okay. And y'all have, like, shirts that say Aaron Strong? Yes, we do. They're on his Facebook page, Aaron Strong page. Well, you got you to gotta let me know how I get one of those. I'll shoot you a link. Yeah, yeah, send me the link. I'd love for me and a couple of the Belly Up Sports guys to get a couple of those, and then we can, like, do a video or something. That'd be really cool. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so this is the story that Noah was referring to then, was to yes, bring Okay, so he invited to bring you and your brother and your family out to a race, correct? And I'm actually leaving a pretty big – Aaron has fought and won a battle against Hodgkin's lymphoma also. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, so about man. About two years ago he had that, and then we come – so he's, he's fought a lot. He's beat Hodgkin's lymphoma. He's beat – COVID nineteen. He's a so when he, he was talking about so he fighter, did get coronavirus. Yes, he did. I think I remember talking to you about this like early on that it, it was a possibility that he was going to get it or something like that. So I do remember that conversation with you. I didn't know. I don't. I don't think I knew he actually got it though. Um, how yes, did that go? Um, uh, there was times we didn't think he would make it, but the FDA approved him for a clinical trial that it helped him as soon as he got on the clinical trial virus gone in a, in a couple of days oh wow so it seems like that's a good sign for everyone yes it is because at the time he was as far as i know the only person who had who had leukemia in the covid 19 wow yeah because I mean, from what I understand, the real risk with COVID is, you know, if you have underlying health issues, um, which, yeah, it sounds like your brother, that, that's definitely, that would have been scary. Um, how long did that last for, for him to have it? Because I knew somebody here, young, healthy guy, he had it for two weeks, got over it. He said it, he, he had like a cold, essentially. But how long did it last for your brother? Well, it started out in about, let's see, started out in about April. He had to get rushed to Eggleston because he had a temperature of 104. Oh, yeah, that's high. And they rushed him there, and when they got there and they found the pneumonia, they suspected it, and they had him tested for it. Okay. And the test came back positive. I'm sure that was scary. It was. It was very scary for all of us because at that point he had, he basically had no immune system. Right. And that's like literally the worst case scenario for COVID from what I understand. Yes. It was, um, the doctors were saying that he was very fortunate. Did he spread it to any of y'all, anybody else in the family? Not that we know of now. That's interesting. Do you know how he got it? Any idea? We're not sure, but my little brother did work at a grocery store, the Piggly Ooh. Wiggly, here. And, you know, it was one of those things he wanted to help the people. Yep. Yep. But that, we don't know do what it. happened. We're not placing blame. We're just grateful that he's over it. That's good. That's good. So, 
that was really cool. It was a very cool video uh, um, that Noah sent. Um, I feel like just watching that video and talking to you, I've already become a bigger Noah Gregson fan. Has it made you a bigger fan of him than you previously were? It has, and I'll be honest, in the past I've, said, I've, I've had some harsh things to say about Noah. <laughs> and well, I feel you... bad about it now because – but I'm sure he tell you he's matured a lot too. I mean, you wouldn't be a NASCAR fan if you didn't have some heated words about any driver. Yeah, which definitely put me on Noah's number one fan list because that just that blew me away, and it just it was totally unexpected. So okay, so you didn't even know it was your buddy Dex that just I guess put it in to his ear and was like, "Hey, yeah, I know he this was, family." Well, they were playing I racing, and he was just okay. Thomas telling um. Uh, Oh, yeah, and by the way, my buddy Dex beat Justin and Noah at iRacing. <laughs> he said it was because they wrecked, but he still finished ahead of them. <laughs> um, have you been getting into iRacing? I mean, I'm sure you're watching it, but do you have a setup I, or anything? No, I don't. I just, yeah, me for either. me, I've heard it's not the best with a controller, and I can't work above the steering and the gas and brakes so. I'll stick the heat for for now. Okay. Well, you got to play me then. I'm going to warn you, though. If you race against me, I'm not very good, and you'll probably beat me really badly. Real question is what game system do you have? I mean, I'm a grown man, so there's only one on PlayStation game system. Four. Of course. Okay, good. Then definitely. We can I'm a grown game. man. I'm not a teenage boy. I don't have an Xbox. Xboxes I, are for losers who play Halo anyways. Yeah, that was like when you were in high school, Xbox was cool. And then I became an adult and I was like buying my own games. And I was like, well, I should just get an adult console. Um, I will admit I do have a Nintendo Switch as well. But, um, you know, it's funny. Yeah, it's my- I do want one of those. I, I am in the market for Nintendo Switch. I'm going to get one as soon as I can. Like if you travel, Switch is incredible. Um Stuff like that, like it, it's fun because it's Nintendo and they have fun games. But I will say, I think my wife plays it more than I do. I, I find myself just kind of going back to either my computer or my PlayStation. Um, it's almost like I don't want to sound like rude to Nintendo, but it's almost like a step above like playing apps on my cell phone. I don't know. It's just there's something about a Nintendo game versus like Call of Duty on PlayStation. You know what I mean? Yes, if I can go off on another tangent, though, I don't like how the PlayStation 5 is basically a copy of an Xbox. Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, we're going to go off on a video game tangent here in a minute (laughs) when we finish up, because I I have some more things to say about that as well. (laughs) Okay, so Noah is inviting you out to a race. What I want to know is, what race are you going to? Have you uh, talked with your brother about this? Have you all decided? Well, I'm definitely, we're going to, we decide he could do the, he's going to have the final say. Right. But I would really like, my thoughts were either somewhere like Kentucky, Richmond, or the Charlotte Roval. Okay. Why Kentucky? Uh, Because I think that the Trinity does race there, right? Yeah, I'd have to, you know what? I'd have to double check. Maybe I'm not thinking Kentucky. I think I think I'm Iowa. Oh, Iowa would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just like an Xfinity race. Yes. 
I was I was kind of cool. I, that's a that's an interesting idea. Also, yeah, because another option would be Daytona. Oh, really like that would be a oof. good one. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to Talladega? I have been. I've been to Talladega several okay. times. I've actually got a okay. story, but I don't know if it's podcast appropriate. Um, anything's appropriate on this podcast. Whenever the first time I went to Talladega, there was a guy driving down the main strip with a blow-up adult doll taped to his mirror. <laughs> yeah, that's Talladega, man. That doesn't surprise then, me at all. And then that's when I realized they know how to have a good time here. Oh, Talladega is the best time. It's the redneck adult spring break. Like, that's the best way to describe it. It's basically the redneck Riviera. Yeah. It's like redneck Woodstock. Yes, yeah. They, they know how to have a good time. I love Talladega. It's definitely my favorite race to go to. That's why I was asking. And I know that you go to Atlanta. So I figured you wouldn't ask Noah to go to that one since you already go yeah, to the Atlanta race. I love Atlanta Motor Speedway to me. It's just like I've wrote about it. It's the, right. That I remember surface that. is the classic throwback to the rough back roads I used to run shine on. Mm. And, and it matches the rest of the Georgia roads too. Not to put down the Georgia <laughs> on the road crew department, but I mean, have you ever driven, some, have you ever driven through Louisiana? I have actually. Yeah, that's rough. There's actually a story behind that though. Um, the, the federal government like stopped sending money to Louisiana in the nineties because Louisiana refused to increase their um, drinking age to 21 from 18 because that's, yeah. it's not a federal law. States can do, yeah. you know, whatever they want with it. So a little history lesson for I you about Louisiana. Drove through um, uh, one of the tunnels down there that goes underneath the, the Delta. I don't remember exactly where, but I know. I think, I think like, you're thinking of Alabama. Okay, I might be. Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. There's a tunnel like that goes underneath the water. Granite, close to Louisiana. Would not recommend. <laughs> Although it's not as bad as that one up there in Virginia. I, I don't recall the one in it's, Virginia. Or maybe not Virginia, but there's one up near the naval bases up there, and it's like the tunnel's like a mile long. Oof, under the water? Yes. <laughs> All right, so, um, you know, going to better topics, you know, we don't have to talk about your family. Um, back to the video games, though. You said you play a lot of NASCAR Heat, right? I do NASCAR Heat 4, which is, which is better, which I don't know how NASCAR 4.5, I mean, 5 is going to be. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. What's your opinion uh, from what we've heard so far? I feel like I understand they're in the business to make money. I would have preferred a DLC. I tend to agree with you on this. From what I read, it really does seem like just a DLC, just the 2020 season version of NASCAR Heat 4. And it's just kind of irritating because from what I understood, and in my last episode, I talked about quite a bit about NASCAR Heat 5 because um, I had rusty walrus on there and he's a big advocate of it which i understand but i'm very cynical i'm a very cynical person and what's the 
what's the name of the the gaming company? Seven oh four. Seven oh four. That's it. The what? The zip code, the area code for Charlotte. Charlotte. So, from what I understood, they were purchased and moved down to Florida, which is kind of ironic for the name. So I was hopeful because I was like, okay, maybe somebody that knows what they're doing is like taking over. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a it's winter time when temperatures go down the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them so don't risk a costly replacement stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the service guard appliance repair program from black hills energy it's peace of mind in a plan visit blackhillsenergy.com sign up to learn more um, but it just seems like even less. It's, I don't know. They're starting to take the Madden route with with NASCAR games, where you pretty I, much you're paying for an updated roster. I just don't understand why we we can't just like get more customization. That's really all I want. I agree with you there. And then be able to play online with like the the things that you customize. Like, you can customize your characters, uh, like your driver, your your pit crew, and, and obviously, most importantly, your car, the paint scheme. The one thing I ask for is with teams, be able to do like Tony Stewart did. You could drive your own race car, and mm-hmm. then you can hire three other people to race with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big one I discussed in my last episode as well. Um, just add more depth in general to the story mode, you know, make it a little bit more realistic, like add more things to it. Yeah. Build an actual team. Um, actually have to like work for sponsorships and stuff because it's just so like plug and play with their current story mode. Um, honestly, I wish it was more like the F1 games. I, I haven't played the F1 games. I'm just not an F1 fan. So I've never I'm not either, but I like the way that you actually have to build your team up. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a soccer fan at all, but FIFA's a fun game, so I guess I could understand that. I'll tell you, I'm not much of a I'm a, an off-roader, but SnowRunner's a good game. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, and then on top of that, I think if we – if they're just going to go all out customization, like being able to design your own track would be really cool. You know, that would be awesome. Determine where, you know, where it's located. (laughs) Like, like knowing me and my childhood with like football games, like the old school Madden's and NCAAs where you'd be able to build stuff. Like I would build, uh, essentially a dirt super speedway in Anchorage, Alaska that you run cup series cars on just like the most absurd thing ever yes now, that would i would fun. like to see the penty series and mexico series and euro series all added 
Yeah, that's a really good idea. Like, like why do you just start on dirt? And don't get me wrong, I, I love that addition. Like, keep that. That's great. Um, I actually enjoy the dirt races quite a bit. Um, but yeah, why are we just doing late models on dirt? Like, why isn't there more series that you have to like work your way up through? No, I do love the Pinty series. Uh, Matt Weaver actually got me onto that series. In the way, you know, it truly is. This is our cup series. Should be they run road courses, they run ovals, they run dirt ovals, they run street circuits. I mean, they truly are the best of the best, willing everything. Yeah, and not to mention their cars cost like next to nothing because they just tear away so easily. So teams aren't like always in the red when they try to run in those series, from what I understand. And it is actually a very competitive series. Yeah, absolutely. And I I pushed that on this podcast before. Why not, you know, something more like that where the cars are, you know, all the money's in the engine, but, you know, I don't know, the chassis itself tears away, you know, just something to where teams aren't just losing their ass. Like a small team would be able to start up and run if they qualify. That type and of the thing. bodies on those things are so freaking beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And they've been running during like the quarantine, weren't they? I'm not 100% sure. I've kind of. I think they did a little bit. A little maybe, bit. maybe it caught up to them just because it's like it's in Canada, right? That's the whole. I have to. I think that was. I think they ran one or two, but I'm not don't don't quote me on that one. How is uh Georgia doing with the COVID? Are y'all reopening? You're in southern Georgia? Yes. I'm uh So you're not a hillbilly. No, I'm not a hillbilly. I'm a redneck. Okay. Yeah, there is a huge difference. I yes, mean there is. I mean, it's all you know, southern white trash. I'm not I'm not <laughs> Joe Exotic level. Yeah, well, that's just Oklahoma. I mean, <laughs> that's just Oklahoma in general. Because, uh, you know, we we have some other uh, crew members in Belly Up Sports, uh, like Chris, who's North Georgia. Um, and so I call him a hillbilly because he lives up in the mountains. So South, you're – Southwest GA down here. Okay, so, like, what are you near – I'm at the biggest area I'm near is Albany. Southwest. Okay. So, so would you be like close to Columbus? Um, I'm about an hour, hour 15 away from Columbus. And so are you like closer to Tallahassee, Florida? I'm right around Tifton. It's right. It's right off of seventy-five. I probably live. And oh, you're off seventy-five. Away from se- about twenty-five minutes. Okay. Which you forget down here, twenty-five minutes is right off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I love the Florida Panhandle, or um, I mean, I guess y'all don't call it Lower Alabama because you're in Georgia. But just, um, just call it Alabama. Well, yeah. Like my friends in Alabama called the panhandle florida lower alabama or the redneck riviera it's like my favorite place in the country so you're near the florida we call it we call it murder florida bama myrtle florida yeah florida bama 
Okay. Um, yeah, no, I love it down there. That's awesome. How, how has that area been with COVID? Are businesses starting to open up again, stuff like that? They're starting to open up some, yes. I'll tell you, I just last night went Still, to Chili's with my wife. There's not really any dining in restaurants. I mean, the grocery stores, are they're only allowed 50% capacity. Well, Which I is went... something... I don't I went, understand why NASCAR isn't doing that. Yeah, I went to Chili's last night with my wife. Um, she wanted to like finally go out to you know have dinner or some kind of date. I mean, it's chilly, so it's hard calling it a date. But you know, we've been stuck inside, so we went out. I was so ecstatic to get a draft beer. It was amazing. Um, but more importantly, every other table was like taped off. So no one's around you. And then the waitress has gloves and a mask on. And I was like, I feel less threatened to get Corona here at Chili's than I do just walking my dog through the park. So it's kind of funny. Sorry, you go ahead. No, I was just saying, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, they've been so scared to open up businesses, but with these businesses, the way they're opening them, I'm like, it's better here than it is at the parks. Yes, I did have the opportunity to get to go some Mexican food. On, nice. uh, I think it was Friday, and I have never devoured a bag of chips in an enchilada and beans that fast in my life. See, I don't know if I would trust Mexican in South Georgia. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's more it's more American Mexican, but the only Mexican I like is Tex-Mex. See, I've never really had that. Yeah, welcome to Texas. It's the best Mexican food in the world because it's like Mexican meets a Texan. So we just put queso on everything. So Believe it or not, I, I would move to Texas if I could. It's a pretty great state, I got to say. It's a pretty great state. So speaking of food and where we live and stuff like that, I sent you over a list of categories. This is something that I wanted to talk about with you um, about essentially picking our favorite fast food restaurants, but not just, you know, top five fast food restaurants. I gave you a list of categories, which I'll read off now. Do you have yours prepared? Yes, I do. Okay. So I'll, I'll read the category and then, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? I'm interested to hear what you have to say first. Okay. I don't know how you normally do it. Okay. That's that's how we'll do it then. First one, best fast food restaurant on a budget. And I felt like this was an important one because when it comes to fast food, you're on a budget most of the time, right? I mean, that's the whole point of fast food. So that was why this one was number one, the most important. And I don't know how you... I understand it was because beef prices were. Um, would you consider yourself that level as well? I'm like I am on Twitter. I play an idiot who acts like he knows what he's talking about. Okay. Well, I'm an idiot who does know what he's talking about when it comes to fast food. Um, best fast food on a budget, and I don't think you'll have this where you are. I'm going Jack in the Box. Have you ever had Jack in the Box? I've heard of it, never had it. Okay, so I think they're actually out of California, but 
I believe I might be wrong here. I think they might have the most locations in Texas, oddly enough. It's either like California or Texas. Anyway, it's pretty much all the areas in between that where it is. So I don't think it goes um, east of Texas, but it's, it's a really good cheap option. So for $5, this is what I get. Most people for, what is it? Like $1, you get two tacos, um, like $1 for two tacos. I know it's insane. And they're open 24 hours through drive through So it's really good for that. You know, late night, you don't have any money. It's, it's a very popular when you're in college. But for $5, you can get like a pretty decent sized cheeseburger, fries, and a drink for just straight five bucks. So that's my go-to when it comes to being broke. Some people make fun of it. They call it like Jack in the Crack because it's like cheap, broke type fast food. But I think it tastes pretty good. And that's why I picked that. It, it was pretty much between that or Taco Bell for me, but I went Jack in the Box. What do you got? I got Taco Bell. <laughs> See, that's the that's the quintessential like on a budget. Let me hear why you picked that, and if you have something in mind that you order when you're broke. Five dollar box right now. It's a chalupa, a burrito, and it's. I think it's a double-decker taco. Yeah, that's pretty good. What do you get to drink when you're there? Tea. Sweet tea. Do they have sweet tea at Taco Bell? The one – well, I'm actually – where I live at, it's a KFC Taco Bell combo. Yeah, I love those. I love those. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but if you do, you have to get some tater wedges and some nacho cheese sauce. Yeah, I have. I, that's why I was going to say I love those. The it combination just, it of the combination of like cheap tacos with cheap fried chicken is awesome. Uh, but I'm 100% Baja Blast if I'm going Taco Bell. See, I haven't had a Coke in over three years. Is that like for health reasons or you're just like, I don't want to drink it? I had, I had my wisdom teeth taken out and Quit drinking, and I decided, you know what? I don't miss them. Yeah. No, that's probably smart. Um, it's tough for me to give up. I, I love them. They're so good. So, all right. That was best fast food on a budget. I don't think anyone necessarily won or lost that one. I think they're both very good options. Since you haven't had Jack in the Box, I guess you can't argue that one. So, we'll move on to... Best fast food cheeseburger and fries. This is a quintessential fast food item. I would say majority of fast food options are cheeseburgers and fries, wouldn't you say? I think so, definitely. Okay, so this one, once again, you may or may not have had this, and I'm sorry, but uh, I'm going to go with Whataburger. Have you ever had Whataburger? No, I have not. There's one about a 50 minute from me, but I've never made the trick. Where at it? Like off I-10? Valdosta off 75. Really? I know, yeah, I know they go all the way out to like Florida. They're usually, when they're outside of Texas, they're usually like off interstates that connect to Texas. Because my theory is that they just put them where Texans drive when they leave the state, like mostly to Florida. um, So Texans at least can get their water. What what is that? It seems like Texans 
Yeah, I'll only leave to go to Florida. Yeah, uh, Florida or that? well, it's Florida or Colorado. It's those two places. That's it. Oh, where? Colorado or Florida? Don't you mean Colorado? Colorado. I guess how that's do, the that's how the do, redneck in me. How do you say it? Colorado. What are you saying, Colorado? Colorado. Are you saying Colorado? Yeah, and that's what Colorado. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say Colorado. Okay, Colorado, um, as we pronounce it in Texas, at least. Yeah, we go there to you know ski and go to the mountains because that's the nearest like mountains to us. Um, and then Florida because I feel like Texas and Florida have a lot in common. Um, both just kind of like. W- have a bunch of weirdos and like a mix of like Hispanics and rednecks and weird people, no state income tax. Like Florida, in my opinion, is like the coastal Texas. And so we have beaches here and they're fine, but Florida beaches are are the best. So, you know, you just hop on I-10 and it's just a straight shot. Uh, It might seem far to a non-Texan, but to us it's like, you know, either what it takes three days to drive across your state. But. Yeah. It's like, I can either go to the Florida beach or go to like West Texas, you know, they're both the same distance essentially. So yeah, we you know, go to Florida. Florida man, so Florida man has nothing on Darlington, man. What do you mean? Have you not heard about what happened to the guy in Darlington? Oh yeah. Just recently. Yeah. That just today. Guy. We don't have to name specifics, but. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, it was in the news. He threatened to blow up the track or something? Yes. Yeah. Supposedly, the man had 150 tons of explosive material. Do do you know why he wanted to blow up the track? I have no idea. But I'm glad they called him. Yeah. If, If Darlington was blown up, I mean... That would even if like no one was injured or hurt or anything, that would be like the saddest day for me. I love that. Well, I don't think that would, NASCAR fans would find that man ripping the shreds. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it would be bad. So anyway, um, back to what I was saying. What are we at? Best fast food: cheeseburger and fries. I'm going Whataburger. I've noticed I've talked to a lot of non-Texans and they like don't understand our passion for Whataburger, and I don't know why they don't because it's. It's incredible. It's like the best. Uh, all their sizes and proportions are bigger. So the burgers are like quite a bit bigger at Whataburger. Um, and it's just, that's what they use. They just use bigger proportions. What I always get there is one of their specialty burgers. So they rotate them out. So depending on what they have in, I'll either get the Monterey Melt or the sweet and spicy bacon burger. That's my go-to. Um, and their fries are essentially just McDonald's fries. So they're good, but Whataburger has their own spicy ketchup, which is incredible. And then you have to get a large Dr. Pepper because it's Texas. For me, it's McDonald's. Interesting. As the best burgers and fries. Yes. It's okay. Not just on a budget. You're saying like of all drive throughs like I should have emphasized yeah. that at the beginning of this. Like fast food, I'm only it can only be fast food that has drive through. I told yes, you that, McDonald's. but not the audience. 
But you're saying of all the options out there, you're going McDonald's. Yes, McDonald's. I'm going that that double cheeseburger, and I'm putting the fries in the burger. So I like their fries. I'm with you there because, like, I enjoy a good fry that you don't need ketchup for. You can just grab right out of the bag, and it already, is, you know, just tastes great. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. But I, I just I, – I would hard disagree with you on the best burger. Like I said, I, I, I do have some controversial ones. Yeah, like it's good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like dogging McDonald's. I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, ew, gross, McDonald's. I'm, I'm all for McDonald's. If there's a McDonald's near me for lunch, quick, cheap, it's good. But there's a lot of other fast food burgers I think I'd rather have. Now, I will say this was a close tie okay. between Cookout and McDonald's, but the fries won me over for McDonald's. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and McDonald's fries are a lot better than Cookout fries. And that was the deciding factor in that one. Okay, interesting. Well, that Cookout might come back up again. We'll have to see. Uh, we don't have Cookout here, but my parents live in South Carolina. And I was born in North Carolina, so all my family's there. So I've grown up eating cookout, and I love cookout. I experienced it my first time going to a race in Charlotte. The hotel was right by the cookout, and we scrambled in there. And then every day of the we were there, we ate there. Y'all not have cookout in Georgia? No, we have one in the next town over Texas. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought cookout was in Georgia. It's all, all the way to Mississippi now. Yes, they're definitely rapidly growing. Yeah, it's because it's great. It's cheap. They're open late, and it's good. Like, why wouldn't it, you know? Um, okay, moving on. Best fast food fried chicken. So, this one, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my list now, and I'm like, I feel like a majority of these you haven't probably been able to try. So I apologize. I didn't even think about that when I was doing this. I was just trying to be as honest as possible. Uh, I have to go with chicken express and I don't know how big chicken express is. It might just be a Texas thing to be fair, but a big thing here in Texas is there's a lot of restaurants like this. There's chicken express, Bush's chicken, golden chick, um, where it's fried chicken tenders with a roll and gravy and fries. 
and that's like a very common thing here is and their drive through you know with with the fast food so that's what i'll get there the reason i like chicken express is that they also have um like like spicy seasoning salt that they'll give you that you can put i put in the gravy and then mix it up and then dip the dip my roll in there first and then the chicken tenders so chicken tenders and gravy and also you can switch out the french fries for fried okra so that's what i'll get there and then sweet tea i think this has convinced me to make a little change on the fly here for best fast food (laughs) i'm gonna it's kind of a local joint but it is a chain carter's fried chicken never heard of it there's one actually there's one up in up near cordill raceway there's one back off of the interstate a little ways out there and then there's a few in on the south east georgia okay so it's a local georgia joint as far as i know there might be some outside but it's more of a, a georgia joint okay so why is this the best because this is the juiciest normally I, i'm i eat dark meat this is the juiciest chicken breast that I've ever had. And it's drive-through. Yes, it's drive-through. Okay, so it's it's just normal fried chicken, like a KFC, where it's like you'll get like a, a wing, yeah. a breast, stuff like that. Yes, but it's like KFC, but so much better. Right, right, right. So do y'all do fried chicken dipped in um gravy no i've never heard of that so maybe that is a texas thing that's like very common here you get like a cup of gravy hot gravy with your chicken tenders fried chicken tenders and then you dip it in there and that's how you eat them sounds good sounds like something i'd be willing to give a try oh it's incredible yeah it's very popular here um it's almost like I mean, you have chicken fried steaks, right? Yes. So you know how on a chicken fried steak you'll get like gravy on top? Yes. It's almost like that, you know. So but it's like, like a white a white pepper gravy. Uh sometimes yeah, it depends on the place you go, but it, they'll but usually it's a white pepper gravy, almost always, yeah. Let's see the Dairy Queen does that that we have. Yes, around. Dairy Queen does it as well. Yep, that's the only other like national place that I can think of that does that. Yeah, it's yes, exactly it's, like what they do, but like way better. And also, we arguably have the best Dairy Queen in the entire United States in my hometown. No, you don't. Yes, people will go, will come from miles to, it, it's Sylvester Georgia Dairy Queen. There's actually been national articles written about it. I mean, do they have their own commercials? No, they don't. See, in Texas, Dairy Queen has their own little jingle. That's what I like about Texas. It's very popular here. So, moving on. What do we have next? Best regional fast food, which this has turned out to essentially just be a regional fast food list. I'm sorry for all the audience that's like listening that doesn't live in either Texas or Georgia. But it's like you've got to travel. Yeah. Okay. So we got best regional. 
how about we're halfway through the list? Why don't you start it out now? What do you have for best regional? The crystals. Okay. Crystals. Interesting. Um, do you have some reasoning behind this? I've just, you know, grew up always eating it. They have my favorite chili cheese fries. And I've never had the chili cheese remember, fries. We would, growing <laughs> up, there was, there was like five of us or four or five of us. And it was just, you could get a sack of crystals cheap. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we always ate it. And for the audience listening that is unaware of what crystals is, if you've ever had White Castle, it's it's White Castle, but in the South. That's that's literally it. It's just it's White Castle in the South. It's the sliders, very cheap. Um, it do you do you know the story behind crystal crystals? Um, uh, I understand it was because beef prices were were kind of high at the time. So. From what I understand, and that might be part of it, um, it started in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it was a businessman that went up to Ohio and tried White Castle and thought it was a great idea, great concept. And essentially, he just wanted to make his version of that in the South. And I've heard different stories about the name, but essentially, he wanted all the restaurants to be crystal clean. So that's where the name comes from, I guess. And I know there used to be a commercial whenever they were about they didn't have any holes in their patties. Hmm. Okay. Something See, along the line. It was a competition point that they made. So yeah, it originated in Chattanooga, Tennessee. It's since moved to Atlanta, Georgia, to my understanding. Um, and I've had it a few times when I drove through Tennessee uh, just last month, uh, me and my wife were driving through the mountains and we were in Chattanooga. I love that city, by the way. Uh, have you ever been? I have not. My parents have been and they said it's a wonderful Oh, it's incredible. City. Yeah, it's very pretty, very young, very happening city. Anyway, made sure to make a point to stop there because that's where it originated. And yeah, I love it. It's really cheap and you can just scarf those little little patties down in like one bite my wife was a little freaked out because she's like they look weird but what's your number uh like how many not is 16 how many that i eat just like normally or how many i could put in back? one set in one setting how many do i think i could get if i'm like trying yes Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, if I'm trying, I think I could get like 30. I did. I've gotten 16. Like, honestly, if I'm trying, I think I would put back a lot. If there was some kind of like challenge, I think I could crush that. Because, I mean, I I just, I, I ate, what, like six? Yeah, I ate six just like in between lunch and dinner when we were driving through Chattanooga, and that was no problem. Well, if you're ever in Kennesaw, 
you want to challenge, you want to take down a 30 inch pizza challenge, we'll go for it. <laughs> All right. All right. My regional fast food chain, we've already talked about it, is Cookout. Cookout's great. Um, started in North Carolina. See if I can remember. I, I know a lot of information about fast food restaurants. I know that this is, might sound weird. Uh, it's I believe it started in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. If anybody's listening and I'm wrong, I apologize. Um, and it's just kind of – it's in North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Virginia, that whole area, the southeast. It's and, sprouting up. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's great. Um what I like to get there actually is their barbecue sandwich because it they do the vinegar based pork, which is you know east traditional Eastern North Carolina style barbecue. So they'll do the vinegar based pork with slaw and Texas beet hot sauce like already on it. That's how uh, a barbecue like pork barbecue sandwich should come in my opinion. So I appreciate that, and it's like dirt cheap. It's not like the best barbecue in the world but it's good and it's dirt cheap and it comes the way I like it. And then I will just switch out the fries for their hush puppies. And they also, I don't know if this is just in North Carolina, but they have cheer wine like on the fountain and cheer wine's like the best soda in the world. So I appreciate that. I've as never well. had it. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. It's a, like a North Carolina soda. Um, and it's so good and cookout so cheap and they're open till what, like 3 a.m. through their drive-thru, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so I love cookout. Bojangles was like a close second on there. Um, I always give a platter at cookout. Yeah, I've done that as well, you know. But if I'm, if, if I'm doing it, it's like usually through drive-thru because I'm on a road trip. And so the barbecue sandwich and the hush puppies are the easiest to eat like while I'm driving. I have to try the barbecue. I've never had it. Yeah, it's like I said, it's fine. It's not like if you're looking for like good barbecue, but if you're looking for like a fast food barbecue sandwich, it's good. And it's like I said, it's easy to eat while you're driving. So that's why I appreciate that. Um, yeah, love Cookout, love Bojangles, both very great. Sorry, Bojangles. Uh, you were a close second in uh, in my head for that. Moving on, we only have three left. Most underrated fast food. Now, this one may not be what people think of when they think of typically fast food. And I preface this by I am not a big pizza guy. Wait, is Domino's it, do they have drive throughs Yes, Domino's Pizza has drive throughs Interesting. Do they? Yes, you, you call in and then you come pick it up. So, like that, I said, it's, that it's not doesn't count. Okay, well, then do you want me to adjust the list? Yeah, that's not a drive-thru. That's calling in and picking up. Like, Little Caesars has drive-thru. All right. Well, then, to make an, an adjustment on the fly. Yeah, if you we'll have go, a backup. We'll go with Burger King. Okay. Okay. Um, is there a reason? You just think that, like, Burger King gets shamed because a, it's... They have a good, they have a good hamburger. Mm-hmm, they do. And their fries... Are not the best, but they're still pretty good French fries. They're thick. Yes. You get a lot more potato. So what I've noticed about Burger King is it's very regional. Some places, it's really good. In the Midwest, Burger King's like way better than McDonald's. It's weird. Everybody goes to Burger King. 
um, at least in like South Dakota, like that Midwest, the Plains. In Texas, Burkings, at least in Central Texas, Burkings trash. Nobody goes there. It's unheard of to even go there. So from what I've noticed, it's very regional. I'm sure, I guess it just depends on like who's running it. But um, I can understand your point. And their tea is a close second to McDonald's. I've never had tea there. McDonald's has good tea. I've never had Burger King tea. McDonald's, though, is hit or miss. It seems there is no between. It's either really, really sweet tea right. or it's awful. The only thing around here that they have is really, really sweet tea. So I appreciate that because I like it super sweet. I like to be able to taste my diabetes. Exactly. I'm with you 100%. Okay. For me, most – what are we on? Most underrated? underrated? All right. We'll see what you have to say about this one. And it's a reason I picked it. Arby's. You know what? I have to agree with you there. I don't know why. It is but, good, but it is completely underrated. Yeah. And, you know, on top of that, there was a run. I remember this clearly, clear as day, for like 10 years. I think it's recently slowed down. But, like, people would joke, use Arby's as the butt of jokes for, like, being disgusting and gross you know stuff like that and i remember that like it's stuck in my head it would be in tv shows and movies like people would just like offhandedly like use arby's as the butt of their joke of being gross and i never understood it and i've been to some bad arby's but i've been to a lot more bad burger kings and kfc's and mcdonald's you know everything else so i never have a comparison well i never understood it and I've always been a huge fan of Arby's because, like, where else am I going to go get roast beef and cheddar sandwich? Nowhere else. It's the only place. So they do – I always get the roast beef and cheddar, and they have good curly fries. Um, and yeah, they're, I, they're so good. Yeah, and I, I always um, get uh, – I always ask for the, the horsey sauce. Have you ever had that? No, uh, but I'm not big on horseradish. Well – um you might like it it's it's i it's pretty good it's like spicy it has a kick to it so i put it on my sandwich and i'll even like dip my fries in it it's really good my only downside with arby's that really upset me is that they recently switched to coke products um i used to enjoy being able to get a mountain dew at an arby's and when they switched to coke and they said how about mellow yellow instead it was like an insult to me so that's my only outside of georgia coke is coke here coke is everything well a lot of places like like north carolina like that whole like southeast region i think that's what they just call it coke like my family members call it coke in north carolina um some people some like older people in texas especially like in east texas they they call it coke central texas mostly just says soda but no, I'm just I'm a Pepsi guy. I I think Pepsi's better than Coke. I guess well, I guess you don't have an opinion. Everybody entitled to their opinions, even if they're wrong. You haven't even had a soda in three years, so don't even. I drink this shit like every day. I'm I'll the say expert. That in cheek. I, yeah. I I don't really have a dog <laughs> in, the, in the race. Um, what's your opinion on Arby's? I think Arby's is the Corey, Corey LaJoy 
of the fast food world. See, and he's a fan favorite. He rides under the radar, but he's good. I don't know if I'd agree with that because I feel like Corey LaJoy is overrated. Overrated? Yeah, I think Corey LaJoy is overrated. I think he has this like diehard fan base and I'm not really sure why he's a really nice guy. I've met him. Um, super ni- nice dude, but yeah, I think he's a little overrated. So I, I'd, I'd completely disagree with you on the Arby's Corey LaJoy thing. Well, do you have a name in mind that could fit instead of LaJoy? That's a, that's a really good question. That's something we should have looked thought about as well going into this. Like what driver is compared to these restaurants um, it'd have to be a driver that um, is consistent. I mean, Eric Amarola. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I'd go Eric Amarola. He's consistent. He's good. He has a small fan base, but most other people just kind of, you know, forget about him. As a fan of his, I have to agree with you. Right? It's, that's a pretty good comparison. The guy's good. He, you know, he's never going to win a championship. Sorry that you're a fan. I don't think he'll ever win a championship, but he's consistent and he's good. And if you want uh, to cheer on a driver that will consistently get you, you know, good finishes um, and point his way in, Corey, uh, Eric Amarola. Well, and that's it could Arby's. happen, though. Look at Matt Crafton. <laughs> won a championship Him. without winning without... – Winning anything. I just that would be the longest shot. I, I just yeah. don't think he is a championship driver. And I'm not saying that to insult him, but I don't see him as the some guy. Some drivers are, some aren't. That's exactly. I mean, do you remember I know you remember Austin Dillon getting the Daytona five hundred win? That will be like the Terry Labonte thing for me. Yeah. I understand how Labonte fans cannot let that go. Yeah, and I understand why Eric Amarola fans can't let Daytona 500 go, but the fact of the matter is, like, and I've, you know, I have my own feelings about Austin Dillon lately, but the fact of the matter is Austin Dillon was going to go for that win regardless, and I feel like Eric Amarola is the type of guy that just is there. He's not going to, like, kill you to get the win, and that's the type of mentality I think you need to be a champion driver. Joey Logano, when he won his championship, he's the, he, he has that mentality of being a champion. Anyway, yes, <laughs> anyway, that was a long time. Yeah, it, it's one of those hard pill, hard pill to swallow, but like Arby's, Arby's will never win the fast food championship. But like, I don't care who wins the fast food championship. I know Arby's and I know Arby's is going to consistently please me. And that's Eric Amarola. That being said, I'm going to be behind him 100%. I, I respect it. He's a good guy. He seems like a good guy. Like I said, he's a good driver. Um, most overrated fast food. So we're flipping it here. And we, we can compare this to NASCAR as well if you'd like. But what's your restaurant? I'm a, believe it or not, this is going to sound blasphemous. And I want to preface this by saying I don't think underrated means bad. Chick-fil-A. 
You're saying Chick-fil-A is the most overrated? It is. And it's a good restaurant. And I love Chick-fil-A. I have it for lunch, but I believe it's overrated. You know what? I'm glad my wife isn't here to hear me say this. But I kind of see your point. I love Chick-fil-A. It's very good. But I'm sure Georgia's even worse because it's where it's from. But here in Texas, they're, you know, they have the two lines for drive through. I'm sure y'all have to do that as well, right? Yes. And the people come out and like take the orders at the car to speed it up. And there will still be a line wrapped around it and then out into the street <laughs> of two lines. And Chick-fil-A does a great job of moving it as quickly as possible. But every time I see that and I'm thinking about getting Chick-fil-A, I'm like, no, why would I get in that line? There's, you know, whatever, there's an Arby's right next door and literally nobody's in the line for that. You see, Aaron would beat me upside the head if he heard me say this because I love Chick-fil-A. And it is, if there's anywhere, it's my go-to, but it's overrated. Yeah. I mean, I think I have to agree with you on that one. Honestly, I, I think I have to agree with you. And like you said, overrated does not mean it's not good. It just means that it's getting a little too much hype for what it's offering. Um, now it's time for me to go on the witness protection program. <laughs> yeah, you're in Georgia. I don't know, though, man. Texas has got to be pretty close to Georgia for their passion for Chick-fil-A. It's insane. It's, it's insane. I know the highest volume Chick-fil-A in the country um, was in Houston when I was living there because I, I was in marketing in college and we met the owner and had to do this like whole project on his, but, and he had the highest volume Chick-fil-A in the whole country. And even wow. then I was thinking, why are people waiting? <laughs> why are people waiting in line out onto the interstate for this? So I agree with you there. I, I'm going a little bit of, uh, of a different route. Overrated, in my opinion, this is by far and none the most overrated fast food restaurant in the whole world. In and out, in and out. I've never had it, and I agree. In and out, right? <laughs> Just because you know of it, like you know everything about it without even going there. It is the most overrated. I don't know why it became a thing. I guess because California is a popular state for people to vacation, right? People like. I'd to rather go to Water Burger. <laughs> well me we have in and out and whataburger here trust me i'm the whataburger line's always longer but i think it became popular because everybody vacations in california and so it became like a thing to say like oh you were in california did you go to in and out and they would buy the shirts and be like yeah i go to california i know about in and out i think that's why it became a thing and people in california hype it up and love it and my concern about that is that's like the most vegan skinny state there is. Why am I going to trust that state when it comes to fast food? Uh, that just means, you know, they all really want a cheeseburger. Right. And, but I'm not going to trust their opinion on fast food. Like Texas, I think is the fattest state. Like, don't you think you should trust like what the Texans say about fast food? Cause that I guarantee, be- I guarantee they're eating a lot more fast food than California. That would be like asking me it for advice on how to walk. <laughs> uh, just so the audience knows, uh, he doesn't. So that's that's the joke. Um, 
Yeah, uh, in and out they're Here's the thing. Their burgers are fine. The value and the pricing is all fine. Uh, their milkshakes are fine. That's kind of like all the shit that they hype up. But the reason it's so overrated is they have bar none, the worst French fries of any fast food restaurant I've ever been to in my life. And I would, I would put that into like, I don't know who else sells like bowling alleys, you know, like they have the worst French fries. They are tasteless. It's like eating corn. cold McDonald's fries. Way worse. They, so they put no salt on their fries. It's just saltless. And that is crazy. Exactly. And they pride themselves in the way they make their fries and they literally have like windows in the drive through and stuff like that. So you can see them making their fries and their pride is that they take a, a, a whole potato and put it in the grinder, grind it up, and then put that in the fryer. So you can like see and see it's like super fresh right from a potato. But you know what? It tastes like shit. It is flavorless and it's just like cardboard. It's, I, I'll just throw away the fries before I even eat them. Not enough ketchup is going to make those things taste good. And that's why In-N-Out's the most overrated. Like I said, their burgers are fine. I've had much better burgers, but it's mostly because of the French fries. So I don't know if you ever get the chance, you, you should try it just to agree with me that it's overrated. I'll have to do this if I get the chance. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we have them. Uh, they have them as far West as Texas now. So if you ever come because to Texas, I really don't want to go to California. Nah. Yeah. You're you're close enough to Florida. You don't need to go to California. Um Okay. What who would you say the most overrated NASCAR driver is? This is right now because out of active drivers, Ryan Blaine. Interesting. Interesting. Do you have a reason for that? I like Ryan, but some of his fans you would think that he is Brad Keselowski level talent. And you don't think he is? He's a good driver. He's won races. He's shown that he is, but he's not Brad Keselowski level. Yeah. I mean, he's only had three wins in his entire career. So I kind of see what you're saying. That's an interesting choice for overrated. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I would like to know yours. I Over- think I I think I know the answer to this, but I'd like to hear it. Uh, well, what do you think my answer is going to be? Kevin Harvick. I mean, did I just hear a woohoo in the background? Yes, my dad likes Kevin Harvick. Ugh, gross. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, because he he's not doing shit. I mean. It's it's tough for me to call him overrated. I just don't like him as a person, but the guy produces on the track. So I don't know if I'd say like overrated. That's a tough one, man. I feel like most of the drivers are rated pretty fairly. Like honestly, the first thing that comes to my head is Chase Elliott just because of the amount of fans he has without like winning a championship or anything. But I can definitely see Chase Elliott winning a championship soon. So it's like I I see it, you know, it makes sense. Um like two or three years ago, I would have said Kyle Larson, ironically, now. But um, that's a tough one. I don't know who's overrated. 
I think your Ryan Blaney one's actually pretty decent in terms of overrated. It's kind of hard to be overrated when you aren't traveling anymore. Yeah, Kyle Larson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that guy fell off. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with your answer then on that one, Ryan Blaney. So, last but not least, most filling fast food. What do you got? Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Okay. Okay. Why is that? Especially depending on you get I'm, what you get. I mean, I normally go for nibblers and three pieces of bread or three buns, three chicken strips, and a plate full of French fries and a 22-ounce drink. You can't get more full than that. Yeah, I mean, I look, I love Zaxby's. For those of you who may not know, Zaxby's is – almost identical to raising canes but like in the southeast um have you had canes no i have not no okay they're from louisiana it's like the exact same thing um that's interesting i don't know if i would have said most filling i love zaxby's so huge huge zaxby's fan um i love the the lorry seasoning salt yeah best idea to put that on french fries yeah yeah no, I'm a huge Zaxby's guy. I really like their um, kicking chicken sandwich. Have you had that? I get that without the sauce. I don't do hot. Oh, see, I love hot. Wimpy hot. wings make my head sweat. Oh, dude. I, I, the hotter, the better. I'm a huge hot guy. So, yeah, big Zaxby's fan. I don't know if I'd go most feeling, though. I think I disagree with you on that one because – I just, I just feel like I could be very full if I order enough from there. But if I'm just getting like a normal combo, like I think it's normal for me. Um, what I went with was Panda Express. Never had that. How have you never had Panda Express? I just haven't. Do you not have one near you? The nearest one is the Mall of Atlanta. And the, the Mall of Atlanta. Yeah, the, the mall in Atlanta. It's just in a mall? They don't have, like, actual locations? They might have some up there, but this is the only one in Georgia I've ever seen. That is so weird. See, I thought they were a lot more common, but maybe they're not. I know that they started as, like, a mall thing, like, way back in the day. So see, I'm not big on Oriental food. Oh, damn. I love Asian food. So... Yeah, Panda Express, um, they they are in malls as well, but they're pretty common, at least here in Texas, for, you know, standalone, drive through normal fast food restaurant. Uh, and the reason I picked them, and anybody listening to this that knows, when you go to Panda Express, you'll get, like, the plate, the combo plate. And I always get orange chicken the chow mein noodles and something else, usually like Beijing beef. And you are so you're like in a food coma when you finish eating that it's a huge plate. They stack it up. I mean, just stack it up. Um, I think it's the most filling fast food place I ever go to. That's the one I'm always like in a food coma afterwards. My only beef with them, uh, pun intended is ever since the coronavirus, they've taken away Beijing beef. And I'm not sure if this has anything to do with them, like limiting the menu or trying to get away from the name Beijing. I don't know. Honestly, could, could be either one. 
and they don't have Pepsi anymore. They went to Coke. So Arby's and Panda. I put in like official complaints to their corporate office about that as well. No, I just I have to, I have to try it now. So like, yeah, it's good. Um, I mean, it's drive-through fast food. You know, Asian food. It's like it's like Taco Bell being called Mexican. You know, like I love Taco Bell, but you know, it's not Mexican. It's just like cheap drive-through fast food. It's it's, it's good whenever you've got nothing else. Yeah, but still, it'll be the first choice. Yeah, like if I'm going out for Asian food, I'm not going to Panda Express. But if I'm going out looking for a drive-through restaurant and I'm really hungry, I'm going to Panda Express. That's the type of place it is. Okay, that's our fast food list. Jacob, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. While we're here, can I have discuss two more topics with you? All right, real quick. What do you got? We're almost out of time. Real quick. I'm a Matt Kenseth. Excited to have him back. Of course, yes. And Darlington, much to my the chagrin of myself, but to the amusement of Darling Good and Eli Portos, I think Kyle Bush is going to win Darlington. Oh, you're making a Darlington prediction, huh? Yes. Okay. Uh, why do you say Kyle Bush? It's Kyle Bush, you know. I don't, I don't <laughs> like, I don't like the guy, but, but he is the best. He's the best right now. He, he is really is. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Unfortunately, I, I think pretty much everybody can agree with you on that. Um, even people that hate Kyle Busch, I think, have to admit he's the best um, NASCAR driver there is right now. He's the Dale Earnhardt of this generation. Yeah, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't know. I, I would say the next would be like. Joey Logano, probably. I'm really going to have some people coming at me with a pitchfork after this. I said Chick-fil-A was overrated, and I said <laughs> Kyle Bush was the next Dale Earnhardt. That's oh what happens. That's what happens, when you come on, that's what happens when you come on my podcast. That's what happens when you come on uh, Cherry Game Podcast. Yeah, it's a tough one because um, there's not, like, one driver that's really good at Darlington, you know? Like, who last year was uh, Eric Jones. Do you remember that? Um, yes. Yeah, that was the rain out uh, race. I remember that. I was there for that. And then Brad Kozlowski the year before, which was my bachelor party. Denny Hamlin before that. Yeah, it's it's a kind of up in there. It's a tough – it's a really tough course to drive. I don't know, though. Kyle Busch doesn't always do great there. So, we'll see. Speaking of Hamlin, it won't be a Darlington race if he does not miss pit road. <laughs> yeah yeah and not to mention it's tough to make any predictions right now because there's there's no practices right no qualifying no nothing some way i feel like it should be they practice too much <laughs> i think it's gonna be fun it'll be fun i'm very interested to see how this plays out um but yeah thanks for coming on jacob thank you for having me i'm glad uh you shared your story with us and we discussed a very important topic of fast food restaurants. Yes, sir. It was enjoyable, definitely. As you can see, I, I'm a motor mouth. <laughs> All right, well, I'll get you back on, and uh, we'll get you right in that, that uh, LA Sports in some capacity again. Yes, sir.
this definitely would like to ride me. Alright. Well, thanks for coming on, Jacob. I'll talk to you soon. Alright, thank you. Peace. It was straight shot. All it took was love to not get caught. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.